you're about to hear a true story of someone who has taken life's lemons and made lemonade. I am Heidi, your host, and thank you for joining me. Tina, welcome to Heidi's Lemonade Stand. I'm so excited to get to know you and hear your story, but start out by just telling me just a couple of little facts about yourself. Oh, thank you so much for having me on the show today, Heidi. This is so exciting. Uh, so facts about myself. Is that what you want to know? Yeah. Facts. Um, I am happily married almost 20 years. I have three amazing dogs and two kittens. So you might see them in the basket. I know you're, you're uh, behind me. I know your listeners can't see them, but they're there. Uh, facts, I am the daughter of uh, two Italian immigrants. My parents were literally off the boat Italian. I grew up with an Italian heritage and we, I've been going back and forth to Italy my entire life. At the age of 27, I quit my corporate job. I went to Italy and I guided bicycle trips all over the country, including France and Holland. I followed my dreams because I, I was done. I read this book called What Color Is My Parachute? And I'm like, I'm done with the corporate world at 27. Do you believe that? Wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. so I guided bike trips for five years. And, and then I had to decide, am I an Italian? Am I American first? And I missed my family. So I moved back to the States and I lived with my sister in Maryland. I'm from New Jersey. And I lived with my sister um, for a couple of years, about two years. And she had little ones. There were five and six. And, ah. Uh, what an amazing life to just see them. I missed them so much and, and, and to live with them for a couple of years until I found my husband and then I, you know, moved in with him. And that was that after two weeks of meeting him, I'm serious, actually two months. It was two months. Yeah. Yeah. I've got tears in my eyes because I'm remembering my little nieces when they were babies. I love them, love them, love them. So those are a couple, a couple of facts for me. I think I've, I've got a map of the world over here and lots and lots and lots of pins on them. And, you know, I, I want to be here with my family now. And that's, uh, I traveled for so many years. I was a travel agent from the age of 19 to 27. I traveled everywhere, but Italy. And then I'm like, I'm done. I'm going to Italy. I'm going, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to Italy. Yeah. Um, another in, uh, fact that I, I like the facts. I can go on and on about this. It, my sister at uh, my, I have two sisters and a younger brother, two older sisters, a younger brother, my eldest sister, Anna, not to be named Anna, Anna. <laughs> she passed away from cancer about 10 years ago. She was diagnosed with cancer at the age of 23. I was 19. Yeah, it was is it it's a crazy life it's a crazy life she had such a beautiful life and uh, she survived for 24 years the last four was in stage four Heidi yeah and uh, she has been my inspiration behind my computer behind my computer there's a shelf right there with her picture of her and I and she just stands over me every day I love her she's my inspiration to do what I do today to do what I do, to teach as many people in this world about health and wellness and, and so that they can live healthy, vibrant, and free. They can be, you can be free from dis-ease. You can be free from, from diets. I call them capital D, capital I, capital E with a small T because we don't want to die. We want to live, right? <laughs> right, Heidi? We want to yes. live. Yes. And so those are some facts about me. Oh, one other fact that's that's really 
um, grounding for me. And it's not my story any longer. Okay. It was a story for a long time. At the age of 35, I realized, I found out that I had chronic Lyme disease and it took me five years to overcome the Lyme disease. And because of my knowledge of health and wellness and my, my innate curiosity to heal naturally without drugs, without chemo. I saw my sister go through chemo, the old style chemo where she throws up all day long. It's terrible. It was terrible. I'm like, I'm never doing that. I'm never doing that. So I, anyhow, I've been able to heal myself from Lyme through natural means, natural means. And so those are all facts about me. Is there a fact about you? I need to know about Heidi. <laughs> Probably nothing that interesting. That's <laughs> awesome. Wow. That's great. I love this so much. And I hear all these lemon to lemonade stories just in your little introduction there about these facts about you. So I can't wait to hear your story that you want to tell me today. So take me back and tell me, tell me about your lemon or life before your biggest lemon. Life before my biggest lemon. I don't know life before my biggest lemon, Heidi. My oh, no. biggest lemon, I, I'll tell you, um, when I was in my teenage years, I remember always having stomach issues, gas and bloating. And, and, and my sisters would make fun of me. I'm going to be transparent with you and all of your listeners, as embarrassing as this is. But my two older sisters would have had an Italian nickname for me. And it was Puzza, which translates in English to stinky. Poor me. I had gas. I had bloating all the time. I'm pretty sure that I had Lyme disease as a teenager. It's all part of who I am today. So I, I was always gas and bloating and then and always uncomfortable like, and embarrassing. Can you imagine how embarrassing that is? And also my sisters were... Yeah, tease me all the time, not only about being stinky, but they had their own health issues. And my second sister was very overweight as a teenager. And both of them would still tease me, even though I was skinny as a rail about being fat. And I had gone to Italy with my grandma at the age of 12, just my grandma. And I had been there many times before, but it was not, not with my parents. It was just with my grandma. Oh, and by the way, I was anorexic when I was a kid. I never ate go to Italy for the summer with my grandma, come back two months later, 20 pounds heavier. Boy, did I hear it from my sisters that I was fat. I got to lose weight. I got to exercise. And my name was Puzza. Okay. So, <laughs> so can you imagine the emotional issues as well as yeah. the, the, the physical issues that I was having and who knew that I had, uh, you know, sensitivities to dairy and to, uh, to, to gluten and to sugars and all I ate for the first 12 years of my life was sugar because that's all I would eat. <laughs> you know? I'm serious. My mom would slice up oranges and then put a whole bunch of sugar on them for me to eat them. No wonder I have old lady teeth problems these days. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that was the beginning of my journey. And then at the age of 19, my sister got cancer, as I already said. And then I found a lump in my breast as she's going through her mastectomy and she's going through the chemo. I find a lump in my breast and of course, everyone is at high alert, right? I had a biopsy. It was benign. Everything is fine. I have to stay away from caffeine as the bottom line because it can cause fibrocystic breasts, give you lumpy breasts and painful breasts. And uh, even as an adult, I have to continuously relearn this lesson, Heidi. Don't drink 
caffeine. And one time I'm at the OBGYN, she goes, are you still drinking caffeine? I says, well, I switched over to matcha. She goes, Tina, it's caffeine, girl. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's my story. And, and, and my sister is really, really, um, she sits on my shoulder. I have her on my sleeve as well. I tattooed her onto my sleeve, these beautiful flowers with her letter in there, A for Anna. And she's been my inspiration, my my drive, my, my second sister, Rose, she asks me, Tina, how is it that you have such a drive to keep doing what you're doing? I said, Anna drives me. Anna drives me every single day to teach specifically entrepreneurial and professional women. I'll say that because my sister was an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. My dad's an entrepreneur. And I just have that in my blood. So I really want to um, talk to women who are professional leaders. And now that I'm in my 50s, going through menopause, so professional leaders going through menopause, how they can live their lives healthy and vibrant and free. Like, I, as I had said, that's my motto. And that's my inspiration because I saw her suffer. And then I saw myself suffer through the gas and the bloating as a teenager. And then in my thirties, finding out that I had Lyme disease and it was terrible getting rid of Lyme disease, but I did it. And I did it naturally. I started off with the drugs, Heidi. I started off with the, you know, the drugs, the antibiotics, right? And the supplementation. And none of that was really getting rid of it. And I found many, many natural modalities to be rid of it. Wow. Yeah. So I think that's most of my story. I might have missed a couple pieces, but you know. No, that's amazing. So you got to tell me what part of your lemon to lemonade. So what is your lemonade now? What are you doing now? Because of what oh, you went what I'm doing now is so much fun. I have such <laughs> a blast with my life, Heidi. I've been a personal trainer for most of my life. Actually, I, you know, I went I guided bike trips for many years in Italy, and then I came home and I decided to become a personal trainer became a personal trainer. And I like, I am not affecting enough people and, and they're not eating right. They're not taking my advice. So I went and I, I became a nutritional consultant and I started developing my own nutrition programs for my clients. And finally, they're really starting to, because weight loss doesn't happen in the gym. It happens in the kitchen, right? It happens in the kitchen. So I, people started to, to turn around and really get the results. And and then I started working with them with the emotional issues. I learned how to deal with my own emotional issues, as you can only under, you can only like expect from everything going on in my life or what had happened in my life, helping them with their emotional issues. And then the pandemic hit. Oh, I never want to hear that word again. Um, I closed my personal training studio. So this is the real phenomenal piece to this. Okay. I closed my personal training studio, which I always felt literally as a brick building on my back. Closed it within six weeks of all of that starting. And I'm like, I'm going hundred percent virtual. Now, mind you, I was already virtual with my, my, uh, my weight loss coaching clients. So I was used to virtual but I also love to go to the studio and be with people in person. And, but after that, letting go of that studio after having it for almost 10 years and doing everything virtual, I started to thrive in my nutrition business, in my personal training business, and also in my speaking business, because I've been a professional speaker for many years, going into corporations, teaching them my weight loss courses, I call it finally thin forever, weight loss courses, doing lectures for them, 
now everything is online, right? I used to do cooking classes in person. And now I shifted everything to be online and in my kitchen. So now I transferred my, my home office to a home studio, my kitchen to a kitchen studio, and my exercise room, which we've always had for our bicycles, into my, stu- my, my training studio for my clients. It's wonderful, isn't it? I see wow. the beautiful smile on your face. Wow. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. And, and now I have Tina's Joyful Kitchen. And I teach, yes, I love it. Because life is about joy, Heidi. Don't you agree? Absolutely, yes. Life is about joy. And I call it Tina's Joyful Kitchen. And this past week, I broadcast one, two, three, four, five times, three in one day, okay, for my corporate clients. Everyone comes on and I want to see their beautiful faces so we can create community. And I teach them how to cook. So I have three, typically three recipes and I'm teaching them as I'm, as I'm doing, I love it, Heidi. I teach them how to cut an onion without crying. I teach them how to hold a knife without cutting your beautiful fingers. I teach them why you need to um, eat this and not that, how to find MSG hidden in your food, how to avoid it and what it does to that brain of yours. I am so in love with what I am doing right now. Tina's Joyful Kitchen. And that's, yeah, that's what, that's what I do a lot of the time. And, you know, I still do, of course, all of my coaching, all my weight loss coaching and, and speaking. I do webinars and lectures for corporations and keynote speaking. I'm a professional keynote speaker. So I'm happy to get on stage, hopefully live really soon in person to do keynote talks on uh, my keynote major talk is called the five energy habits to, to uh, mastering your joyful life. So you can live healthy, vibrant and free, right? Nice. Well, I love the few tips you gave already about in the kitchen. So you gotta, you gotta tell me part of your lemonade is, is uh, teaching this and giving tips. So share with me some of that. Oh, the five energy habits. I let's do, let's do a couple of them. Okay. You, the very first energy habit is to drink pure water. You think, oh, that's simple. Oh, that's simple. I can drink water. And through my 20 plus, 21 plus years in the industry, I cannot tell you how many people are chronic, chronically dehydrated. There's a, um, a whole lesson that I teach on water and why you need to drink not just why you need to drink the, your water, but how much water you need to drink, when to drink your water, and also make sure that your water is pure. And we need to be drinking half of our body weight and ounces a day. Yeah. So I can talk forever about <laughs> water, right? And when to drink your water and how much to drink. Yeah, I can talk forever. That, but that is the number one energy habit because the water is going to flush out toxins it's going to help you use the bathroom like you need to two to three times a day. So, so many things. You were saying, I think tracking it too. You know, I think if we just have a bottle, we need to realize how many ounces that bottle is and how many we need to drink throughout the day to make it beneficial for us. And so it's like, you can walk around with a bottle and you could be sucking on the same 20 ounces the whole entire day and not finish it. So it's like you in thinking you're drinking water because you carry this bottle with you, but it's like, no, you've got to empty that like several times a day. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's important to track. 
Thank you. I, I, and I appreciate that you said that. Definitely track it. What I do every morning is I fill two 32 ounce mason jars yeah. of pure water. And I don't go to bed until I drink it all. Uh, so that's one energy okay. habit. You want another one? Yeah. Tell me the other one. Okay. The second energy habit is to eat foods as close to the way that mother nature provided them for us as possible. Eat the foods that mother nature provided us as close to the way she provided them to us. Okay. The less processed is best. And, I, and, and you, you want to be eating foods now, mind you, this is going to encompass anyone who's a vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, omnivore, herbivore, meditarian, whoever you are. It doesn't matter. It encompasses you, okay? But eat foods as close to the way that Mother Nature provided them for us and eat foods that walk, fly, swim, and grow with an emphasis on grow. Because, Heidi, we need to be eating. How many cups of vegetables do you think we need to be eating every day? Mm, a couple of cups. So two? Two, two cups. Two cups of vegetables a day. Yeah. Or fruits and vegetables. Okay. Oh, fruits too? Yeah. Fruits so. and vegetables. Yeah. Probably what? A cup of fruit and two cups of vegetables. Okay. So we're going to three, right? Okay. We're going to three? Okay, okay. Good. Would it surprise you? Actually, it will surprise you, I'm sure. And your listeners, 10 to 12. We need to be eating 10 what? to 12. Yes. 10 to 12 cups of fruits and or vegetables, mostly vegetables a day, because that's where you're going to get your vitamins, your nutrients, your, your fiber, your phytonutrients. Um, all of those things that your body needs, and you're not going to get that from processed breads, crackers, chips, uh, muffins, uh, whatever grains, you're not going to get everything that you need. But from when you put vegetables together, you're going to get pretty much everything that you need. Now, I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not saying to be any of that. What I'm saying is that eat 10 to 12 cups of vegetables. And if you're not there now, if you're at three, go to four. <laughs> work your way up to five, work your way up to six, work your way up to seven, because when your body gets the fiber, not fiber from a jar that is powdered that you put in water and you mix, I'm talking fiber from mother nature. Okay. When you get that fiber and you get the right nutrition, nutrients from real food, whole food, your body will function beautifully. You will be able to cleanse out your stomach to your intestines, to your colon, so that the rest of your body, your heart, your lymphatic system, your kidneys can do their job properly. When we eat processed foods, it literally gums up your system and invites a lot of more toxins into your body. So that's my, again, I can lecture for a couple of hours on this one and I'm not, but that is not in our short time together, but that's my energy habit. Number two, eat foods close to the way mother nature taught, taught us to eat them, walk, fly, swim, and grow emphasis on grow. Plus, I think when you say that, my first reaction is the calories that you burn chewing all of those vegetables, because <laughs> you know? it takes so much longer to eat <laughs> fresh vegetables. Yes, yeah. it takes a lot of time to eat fresh yeah. vegetables. And we really need to be chewing our food 40 times. Of course, times. I know. I'm just, I'm just thinking of this. I'm just like, yep, you'll be sitting there for a long time trying to eat that salad. It takes a <laughs> long time. It's true. Yeah. It's yeah. true. And, and on that note it takes a while for your brain to connect with yes. your your stomach that it's full, full yeah. so when you are chewing and eating slower yeah you'll stop yep. because your brain will go i'm full now you're done i mean it, yeah and yeah. you'll register it you'll be able to register it so that's my energy habit number 
too. I love what you said about kind of eating foods from mother nature. And I, like I said, I'm not, you know, one particular way or another either, but I have been more aware of the foods that I make for my family. And it happened back, it's a long, long time ago when I had teenagers at home and we had a foreign exchange student living with us. And one night we were talking at dinner and we were telling him about TV dinners and how those were popular when we were kids, you know, where you get the little dinner and you sit there in front of the TV and it's just the little in a box, you know, and you microwave it and you eat this TV dinner. And we were explaining to him what TV dinners were. And so as we told him, you know, you take this frozen thing and you take it out of a box and heat it up and that's your dinner. And he said, how is that different from the food you make now? And I was like, ouch, you know, because he sees me in there getting boxes or, or things, you know, the pastas in a box or the other things, you know, in the freezer, the breads that are in boxes that you heat up. And so he was connecting that I was basically making TV dinners because a lot of the stuff I made came from a box. And it was then that I realized, like, first of all, no, these are not TV dinners. And I'm thinking I'm making homemade food when I'm opening up a box. And uh, so I learned at that point that, no, we need more fresh food and not this processed food in our house. And so ever since then, I've been kind of more wake up to make more natural foods and really avoid making foods from a box. <laughs> it's just that reminder that it's like a TV dinner. And I don't want that. I, I love that. I love <laughs> that, that, that this child, where was he from? What country he was, was he from? He was from Austria. So he's from he Europe. He was from Austria. Yeah. 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 And yeah, he's and... just like, what is this? All this stuff from a box. <laughs> so it was a good wake up call to me because back then, you know, you have little kids turn teenagers and you're still doing the chicken nuggets and the pasta, you know, mac and cheese. And you think of all these things, they all come from boxes. So They do. Yeah. They do. You were, you were feeding your children TV dinners all the time. <laughs> Pretty much without realizing that was the definition of it. Food from a box that's been frozen. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. I huh? love, so I anyway, love that so I appreciate you talking about this, the processed foods. That's really a good reminder that we should yeah. be starting to make more fresh food for our families. It's better yeah. for everybody. It's very, very simple. Yeah. You know, yeah. foods walk, fly, swim, and grow. Emphasis on grow. Yeah. I love that. I think that's yeah. great. That's great. That's easy to remember. Mm-hmm. Or something not from a box. <laughs> you need to something not from, a box. <laughs> not from a yeah. box. Not from a box. You know, and I can, can talk on and on about the, the energy habits that will give you a, a joyful life. And, you know, and during our time together, I, I let, let's, anything else that I want to tell people, ah, this is what I want to tell people. This is what I want everyone in the world to really bring home that we are here on this earth for love and for joy. And do anything, whatever it takes to bring you back to joy, to bring you back to love. When you're frustrated, when you're stuffing your face with boxed foods, <laughs> cupcakes, and, you know, because I, I know as a woman, that's what we tend to do when we're frustrated or we're upset. We tend to stuff down with, stuff our feelings down. And, and I'm going to invite you to find a modality to unstuff those feelings. And one of the things that I do, and I know Heidi, you can see me is when I'm upset, I recognize it and I do, what is it going to take to bring me back to unconditional love? And I pet a, a cat, I pet a dog, I go for a walk, I look at mother nature, I look at the birds, I look at the trees 
breathe into the nose, out through the mouth, and I come back to love. I come back to love. And whatever that issue is, it can be healed from love and it can bring you back to joy because we are here on this planet for joy. So do there, there's so many modalities that you can do. And the simplest one is pet a little critter who has unconditional love for you and go back to being in love with your life and with people and things like your babies and your life. Cause we're here for joy. Mm. That's I it. Love that. Oh, that's so beautifully said. Thank yeah. you. You are just joy and you're just fun to talk to. And I love your joyful kitchen. I think that's awesome idea. Can we see your joyful kitchen or is that just something you do for corporations? I'm so glad you asked me. Yes, 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 and yes, and yes, and yes. I have a YouTube channel. So you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's tinamcdermott.com slash cooking show. Or you can just go on YouTube and look for Tina's Joyful Kitchen and you'll find me. Please subscribe. Please subscribe. I'm trying to get lots awesome. of subscribers. I've been working on this for a long time. And and so, yes, you can see me there. And, and if you want me to speak uh, to your corporation or your business, by all means, let me know. I'm happy to cook for y'all. Happy. Oh my goodness. I love that. I think that's such a cute idea. So you're t- talking about health, but you're also showing us healthy things to do and preparation and ways to have better meals. So I'm excited for you. This is awesome. So thank you for sharing with me. It's been such a joy. I appreciate you. You are a joy, Heidi. I appreciate you and I love you dearly. Thank you. I'm so glad I got to meet you and know what you're doing because you are like living my dream. I've always, when I was a little kid, (laughs) I wanted to have a cooking show. Really? (laughs) Yeah. So it's so fun to hear somebody's doing it. So that's never too late. Happy to help you. Yeah. Happy to help you. (laughs) I don't don't know if that's my dream anymore. I also want to be a veterinarian. So (laughs) not doing that either. (laughs) But I just, I, I joke with my friends, you know, even, even as an adult, I'll have friends come over and I'll be making dinner for my family and they'll sit at my bar stool and chat with me while I'm making dinner. And we joke that it's Heidi's cooking show. And so I have friends that'll be like, if you're going to come over that time of day, I'm available to chat. I just need you to sit here at the bar stool while I make dinner, uh-huh. <laughs> while I'm I chopping my vegetables and Good not taking you. stuff out of a box, but <laughs> 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 but they will, they will come and chat with me and it's so fun. So I love it. That's love beautiful. It. To share That's with people beautiful. and share with food. It's, yeah. it's two of my happy things. So I'm glad that it. you're doing that too. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Namaste. Thank you. Until next oh. time. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.